Welcome to the Mum Break Podcast, a place where you can feel normal, get helpful information, and laugh your ass off. Hopefully without peeing your pants. I'm your host, Erica, and I have two kiddos. I am not a mom expert, but I do have a zillion hours of therapy under my belt and no filter. I'm on my own journey to find happiness, and I want to help you on the way to yours. Amazon. <laughs> that's my that's my catch and my hook for this. Amazon, that's essentially it. Because either you hear that word and you get excited because you think about the package that will eventually be delivered later in the day, or you think, oh, they're taking over the world because they're awful. Uh, but it's not actually about is Amazon good or bad? That's not the point of this. The point is how I perceive it with my thoughts and backstory a little bit. On Instagram stories the other day, I actually shared about this, but I'm going to repeat because can't expect that everyone saw it. That's ridiculous. I posted a series of stories all about the thoughts that I had surrounding Amazon. And it was because and all stemmed from the fact that I wanted to share some cool things that I had just found and bought. But it's really important to me right now to use my platform to support local businesses, entrepreneurs, Canadian companies, because I feel like that's how I can give back to the community. My blog right now, as it stands on March in March, 2022, I'm just doing this for fun. I am not doing this as a business anymore. So for me, the cool thing about having a platform is that I can share about all these amazing companies and not charge them. And I realize that that sounds horrible when I say it, but that's the reality of influencer marketing is that when I was a full business and working part-time, the revenue that I generated from the channel was by partnerships with different organizations, affiliate marketing. It was quite literally my business in the way that I fed my family or supported my family anyways. So the cool thing about where I'm at right now is that I can just share whatever I want. There's no restrictions. There's no requirements. I can just talk and say anything, which I technically could do before, but not to the same degree. So That's how I, what really fuels me and, or sorry, lights the fire and fuels me up. But that is not the expression. (laughs) Fuels my soul, (laughs) lights a fire under me, whatever. I'm close. I know I'm close, but is by helping where I can, which is why I share a lot about my friends' businesses and different cool things that I find because I know that for other influencers, especially, you know, in the size that I'm at, don't necessarily have the budget to work with them. So yay, win, win, win. But the reality of the situation is that, yes, I still for sure shop a lot on Amazon. In fact, I've gotten messages from my neighbors just commenting on the number of boxes that I get. I will preface it or I will, you know, do a little caveat to that. I honestly don't leave the house anymore to do shopping. A lot of that was because of the pandemic. More of it, quite honestly, is because I have right now in the stage of life that I'm in, my day is booked solid. (laughs) And by being able to shop online, whether it's Amazon or a local business or, you know, some Canadian company off in BC, whatever that might be, I don't go to the store anymore. I do sometimes, but I never like shopping in stores to begin with. So it's kind of win-win for me. Anyways, I drafted this post to send and I'm going to read it uh, word for word. I said, quote unquote, I try not to post a ton about what I purchase on Amazon because I like to primarily share the local or Canadian businesses. Because frankly, 
they need more support and it's a way that I feel like it can help. But the reality is I still buy essentials and things on Amazon. Do you want to hear about that? Thanks. And I was about to put this as a poll on Instagram stories. And then it occurred to me that I did not need to ask people whether I posted something that I wanted to post about on my own channel. And what I'm going to do this episode is a little bit different than I've done before. I've done something similar in the past, but I'm actually going to walk through step-by-step how I broke down this thought process into this eventual end result of, you know, no, I, I don't have to share anything to anybody. It's not, no one owes my, you know, really anything. I can just do whatever I think is best based on my own set of values and circumstances. And it's really interesting because it sounds so simple. And I think objectively, if this situation were, you know, anybody else other than me, I would say, yeah, well, duh, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. But for me personally, for myself to get from, hey, I'm drafting this post to ask this question to getting to this thought of, no, I don't have to do this and feeling comfortable with it. There is a whole lot of work that happens in between. And I'm going to walk you through it. And I'm actually going to do it live step by step. And I use a tool called the CBT Thought Diary. It was recommended by my therapist years ago. And I think it is my favorite app that I have. It is so cool. It essentially just walks you through all of these random thoughts that you have and challenges your perspective in a different way. And usually I come out of it feeling 1 million percent better and it's super easy and it's all on my phone. So again, no partnership relationship with them. I actually looked up the company to see if I could find anything about them. Um, But essentially it's just a website, cbtthoughtdiary.com. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through each diary, each entry to how I got to that point. And uh, I'll pause in between as I write things out so you don't have to listen to it live. But essentially, you start with how are you doing? And it gives you a range. I mean, like, I'm okay. <laughs> Click okay and continue. But then it tackles into what emotions are you experiencing? So it's not necessarily just, you know, I, I, this is the thought that I'm having, but what are the emotions that are tied to that? So when I'm thinking about asking people, their opinion on whether or not I should post something. Why is the, what are the actual feelings behind it? It gives you this whole bunch of so many options. Uh, For me, I feel nervous, nervous about how people will perceive me. I feel um, worried, same sort of thing and anxious about it as well and guilty. Uh, I'm just clicking the things in the, the, some of the options, but it's really interesting because I would have never thought you know, it's associated with guilt and nervousness about how I'm perceived and and worried and anxious. And then it asked me to elaborate. So I'm going to take a pause and write it out and come back with my answer. Okay, this one was short and sweet. I kept it simple. And it's just that I'm worried about what people think when I post things on Amazon. Easy peasy. So it goes into the next question. What unhelpful thoughts do you have? And this is where I just break down the actual thoughts that are going through my head that maybe aren't true or maybe aren't helpful. So time to brainstorm. I came up with three. Number one, I feel worried that people will judge me for supporting Amazon. Number two, I feel guilty because I should be using my platform to support small and Canadian businesses. 
Number three, I feel anxious because of the mean messages I may receive. Now, the next section, it says, do your thoughts contain any distortions? And essentially what they're asking here is, are these things that I'm thinking, any of these three thoughts, are they, do they have any cognitive distortions? Which essentially means that they may not be true or they may be a funky perspective. So things like, I'm worried that people will judge me for supporting Amazon. First of all, I'm fortune telling and mind reading. These are, how do I know that people will judge me? And fortune telling, do I know for sure that this is going to happen? Can I see the future? This is uh, something that I have no control of because quite honestly, it might be the opposite. People may love it. You know, again, they may not, it doesn't really matter, but I don't know. That's the point. I'm feeling worried about something that I have absolutely no control of and I don't know to be true. Number two, I feel guilty because I should be using, uh, supporting small and Canadian companies. So I think this one is sort of, well, should is definitely in there. I know this is a should or a must statement. I'm going to click that one. (laughs) This is a powerful one. Why should I be doing this? Should I be doing it? Um, Who says that I should only be supporting small um, businesses and Canadian businesses? Um, That's that's interesting. Uh, Let's see. Emotional reasoning. I think this also falls into this way. So I feel that way. So it must be true. I feel guilty because I should be doing this. And because I have that emotion behind it, it must be true. It must be fact. But is it? No. And the third is I feel anxious because of the mean messages I may receive. And this is, you know, a little bit of the fortune telling. Uh, And I would also say catastrophizing. Like this is, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I'm going to get viciously cyber bullied online. Like that's how my brain goes just because of past stuff. But Um, it's all really interesting. So when I think about these thoughts, the distortions really, like, I mean, I'm catastrophizing. I'm thinking about the worst thing that could happen. I'm, you know, using emotional reasoning. So I I feel this way. So it must be true. Fortune telling. I'm (laughs) assuming that I know what's going to happen in the future. Mind reading. I'm assuming that I know what other people are thinking. And should statements and must statements are wildly powerful. So let's see. Now it's time to challenge my thoughts and I'm going to brainstorm things, some things out live here and then jump back with my answer. So how can I challenge these negative thoughts with this cognitive distortions that I have? This one got a little heavier than planned, but this is how I challenge each individual thought. Number one, I feel worried that people would judge me for supporting Amazon. I challenged it by saying, is it possible that people won't judge you? Do you know what everyone wants and thinks? Or is it only the voice of the loudest people you hear? So when I think about people judging me for supporting Amazon, I really dug into the thought of how do I know that? Can I read everyone's minds? Am I all powerful enough that I can possibly tell what everyone's thinking across the world at all times? Or am I being swayed by the voices of people who are the loudest as opposed to rather the silent majority? And even taking that further, it doesn't matter, right? But it, it's funny because that doesn't matter is is such a, it sounds like such an easy question, but it's really, it's rooted in so much more. So I focused on the, how do I know? 
element of it. Number two, I feel guilty because I should be supporting uh, small and Canadian businesses. And I challenge this by saying, if I support small, if I support and purchase from Amazon, does that mean that I don't also support Canadian businesses and uh, small companies? Are they mutually exclusive? And I feel this really, 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 really strongly. And I constantly need to remind myself of this. But so often online, I find that people act as though things can't be mutually exclusive and that if you think one way, the other can't possibly exist. And I find this to be very frustrating and very narrow-minded because there's there's so few things, I think, in the world whereby if one exists, the the other one doesn't also exist to be true. And I, but I constantly need to remind myself. So this is a, it's a really good way for me to challenge this thought of, yeah, you know what? I can support both Amazon and other organizations. They have their different purposes. And in my personal belief system, uh, I think that I can do both. So number three is I feel anxious because of the mean messages I may receive. And I, I went back to the facts on this. Do I know that I'll receive messages? How do I know that's going to happen? If it, and if it does happen, why does that bother you? And I think that ties into a deeper question that I probably should dig more into. But if I think I'm going to receive mean messages, do I know that? And if I do receive mean messages from random strangers, why is that bothering me? And I think it goes back to because it's challenging that core sense of my belief. So next step. Now I get to take these negative thoughts. Um, I've tackled them with my cognitive distortions, trying to figure out what, you know, if it's mind reading, if it's a should statement, I've challenged them. And now I get to reframe them and think about them in a different way. So I'm going to go do that now. And this is where it gets good. Okay. So the alternative thought I have for number one, I feel worried that people will judge me for supporting Amazon. Through this process, I flip this around to a thought that I truly believe is that I have no control over what other people think. And if they judge me, frankly, that's not my business. <laughs> it's so interesting because going through it in this way, someone could tell me, you know, their perspective on what that alternative thought is. But unless I truly believe it, unless I've worked through the root of what's been bothering me, I can't find something that I truly believe enough to actually feel that weight being lifted. And it's different for everybody and it's different for every stage in life. It's interesting because what I would have put to challenge it before was likely very different than what I would do now. So that's the really interesting part. So that's why I find when people just say, you know, don't worry about it. It's not your business. It doesn't help. <laughs> I have to actually work through it. So number two, I feel guilty because I should be using my platform to support small Canadian businesses. And my alternative thought was just because I support Amazon doesn't mean that I don't also support other businesses. And the two are not mutually exclusive. Again, it's so funny because when I say that out loud, it sounds like such a, yeah, uh-huh, no kidding kind of moment. But again, unless you work through it and find something you truly believe, it doesn't help. And last but not least, I feel anxious because the mean messages I may receive, I decided to have that alternative thought of, there are always people who won't agree with the things I do. And as long as I'm making decisions based on my own value system, then that's the best that I can do. Ta-da! And that is how I decided to start sharing Amazon products on Instagram. 
But I, I think the reason I'm using that example is because it's just top of mind and it's something that I just worked through. And when I shared it to stories, people seem to really resonate with how I worked through that thought process. And this is something that I do for almost everything. Anything as silly as, you know, someone hasn't answered my text quickly enough and my head starts to spiral or you know, someone made a snarky comment that I perceive to be mean and all about me. And then I started to spiral. It's nipping these things in the bud has really, really helped to frame my perspective in a different way. And honestly, really dramatically impacted my overall mental and physical health in a really positive way. And this all started with therapy years and years ago. And I now do this regularly. And it oftentimes I now, because I've, I've done it for so many years, I don't need to go through the middle as much. I can almost just jump to the end, which is, which is pretty great. But sometimes when I get stuck and again, going back to that, it depends on the person and the situation there, there's thoughts that I get stuck on that. I, I really just get in a rut where I, I can't help but believe that negative thought or that thought that's dragging me down. I, I believe it so deeply in my core that to challenge it, it gets really tricky sometimes. So I have to go back to this. And it's funny because there was one thought. Um, actually, I can share this one with you. Uh, but I, I tried to work through and I couldn't come to a solution. And it was, you know, a few months ago, I was wildly overwhelmed. And I couldn't get out of this feeling of I need to do it all and I'm failing. And so I actually was fortunate enough to be able to bring that to my therapist. So I worked through it in my thought diary and established that, you know what, I'm not capable of challenges enough in myself and then marked it as a star to talk to my therapist. So that was, that was really helpful. So anyhow, I hope that this helps. Again, the app is called CBT Thought Diary. I have no affiliation with them whatsoever. I'm just a longtime customer. I don't know how to tag them. It's just a website, cbtthoughtdiary.com. Um, they're not on Instagram. I see that they're on Facebook and Twitter, but anywho, give it a try. There's a free version of it. I have the paid version. I can't remember for the life of me what the difference is. I just am one of those people who naively just pays for all the features on apps, but it claims that it's the number one free mood journal and thought record, thought record for cognitive behavioral therapy per their website. Uh, so I assume there is some good free component and stuff in there as well. So I hope that helps that we can start challenging our thoughts and to learn how that I work through things. Have a fantastic day. As always, you can reach out to me on Instagram with questions at the Erica Fraser. Bye.